Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are going to be discussing the HBO Max series Hacks. I like that Max and Hacks. Um, right. I was just I was just thinking about how nice that sounded. <laughs> wow, never thought of that until I don't know literally if you said that. Nice or confusing, but we'll go with nice. <laughs> it just was like very parallel and fun. I I liked it. Okay, great. It actually kind of reminded me that we never even discussed the terrible name of Mayor of Easttown. We can leave yeah. that be, but. It was worth the mentioning, I think. I The only thing I want to say about that is that I saw a tweet of someone who was like, this show obviously should have been called Lady Hawk, like the name of their basketball team mascot or whatever. <laughs> like, or they called her, and they called her like Lady Hawk because she made the three point shot or something. Honestly, and I was like, yes. yeah, agree. Wow. Brilliant. Yeah. So very excited to uh, get into discussing hacks. Uh, but first, we have lots and lots of great news to discuss this week. Jordan, what do you have for us? Well, I mean, it's seriously, there's so many announcements this week. Um, mostly like premiere dates for new seasons that we have talked about how excited we are for them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most exciting ones, um, I'm sure for both of us, is that Never Have I Ever season two is officially dropping july 15th on netflix and i don't think we knew that before we knew it was like soon right yeah Uh uh-huh yeah i think they just announced it so very soon and very exciting yeah another one that i know you have bookmarked because you're the one who actually told me that about this uh i think you should leave is going to have a season two which we didn't even know was a thing and that's going to be premiering on July 6th. Crazy. And I am thrilled. Seriously, so excited. You are right. Didn't even know this was a, a thing at all. So, so excited. And um, I'm sure you saw that Patty Harrison posted the premiere uh-huh. date too. So it's like, please, please come back because her... Her sketch from that is in my top three faves of season one. And honestly, I need to rewatch season one because it's been a long time. And I know there are sketches I have completely forgot about, forgotten about. So, mm-hmm. wow. I think A.D. Bryant also posted about it. So that makes <gasps> me hopeful that both of them are involved. Oh, my gosh. And honestly, I kind of want them. There hasn't been a trailer yet that I've seen. And I hope there is mm-hmm. no trailer because I kind of want everything to be a surprise. <laughs> That shows the best to just go in blind and be like, what? Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm so excited. Uh, which which thing do I even pick? Um, A pretty, pretty <laughs> big um, update is that the morning show uh, dropped a, a trailer. Um, I think it's like a straight up trailer for season two. And that season mm-hmm. two is coming September 17th. Did you watch the trailer? I did. And um, to me, the biggest uh, update is that Reese has blonde hair again. <laughs> I was like, interesting. Yeah, I was, okay. I actually was trying to remember. I was like, did they change her hair color at the end of season, of the first season? I like genuinely can't remember. 
I literally had to go back and look up pictures. I'm right there with you that I couldn't remember either, especially because now I'm kind of mixing it up with Little Fires Everywhere a little bit. Um, just like another TV show with Reese. And um, mm-hmm. no, she had brown hair even in the finale last season. Okay. Then yeah, must something so happened. Yeah, very interesting. And so it's, it's funny because it's like, yes, so now it's like, it's really Reese. Like it was just, it's just interesting. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the trailer i did i don't know i can't decide how i feel about it yeah i'm That's i mean i'll it, say i don't know it's definitely it didn't make me more excited no it kind of seemed like nothing that big even really happened in the trailer except for the blonde hair um yeah so like yeah i, I don't know i i'm not nearly as excited about that as i am about never have i ever and i think you should leave but mm-hmm. um yeah very interesting something i just saw today is that netflix is creating a limited series uh on spotify and like the creation of spotify and it's going to be like touching on uh some widely publicized conflicts uh like the taylor swift conflict with spotify and um, the battle for like artist rights and fair pay. Um, and I am very intrigued. Um, I didn't know any of the cast who is currently attached to this, but mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, it seemed like it was mostly like Swedish actors mm-hmm. or something. Um, okay, your summary. I only saw um, the Taylor Swift aspect of it, f- like in the forefront when I saw that today. So your explanation helped explain that to me because <laughs> it's not like it's, it's not, um, at first I was almost thinking it was like a documentary about Taylor, like about it, but no, it's like inspired by various real life Spotify headlines, basically, including the Taylor Swift stuff. Yeah. It's more so, uh, it's more so a limited series about the creation of Spotify okay and how it kind of changed the world so and that's just some some of the focus is like artist rights interesting okay well yeah that is extremely intriguing another um exciting renewal news this time is that they announced that uh girls five eva has been renewed for season two so i guess i'll have to dust off my peacock subscription when season two drops eventually but very excited, especially because I feel like um, I just think season two is going to be really good because season one was great. And I feel like there's a lot of um, room to grow with plot lines and and characters and stuff that I think it's going to be really good. I'm really looking forward to that. Yes, I am very excited about that news. I think it will be great. And I also loved that the announcement said like we are we're officially two hit wonders i thought mm-hmm. that was cute and clever and fun extremely fun oh something uh worth noting is just that insecure finished filming this week and all of their like videos and cast rap speeches were so precious and i know that both jordan and i cried watching them Mm-hmm. they it were was beautiful. really sad yeah. yeah, and really cute. And seeing how much this show meant to all of them, there was something that 
the showrunner um prentice penny in one of his farewell speeches i think i think like to isa specifically where it's like he Mm -hmm. was like i've been in so many writers rooms where i'm the only black person and just like finally them getting to have like their own show and fill the writer's room with exactly who they wanted and it was just like so powerful yeah like seeing everybody's respect for iso is like amazing and Uh uh-huh made me respect her so much more totally it made me um really want to go back and rewatch it um which i keep saying that about like every show i love (laughs) like there's only so much time (laughs) in the world (laughs) but um I think, like, seeing just the pure love, especially, like, for Jay Ellis, because you watch it and, like, Lawrence is kind of a dick a lot. And, Mm -hmm. um, but, like, they are all truly a family. And, like, it was amazing seeing this side of the cast and all the creators and stuff and, like, them roasting each other and just crying in each other's arms. I was like, wow, I need to rewatch this with all that context in mind of truly how much they all love each other oh I think it would just make the show even more special yeah I totally agree one thing it's funny because in our last episode we were talking about um David Spade coming in for Bachelor in Paradise you know Mm -hmm. and then the very next day they officially said Chris Harrison's not coming back and Mm -hmm. um as we were wondering about who is going to join David Spade, they announced that it's going to be Titus Burgess, which sounds kind of like we inspired that because he's always in our top threes that he needs to be in mm-hmm. everything. Um, Lance Bass, who is <laughs> on record as one of the thirstiest celebrities ever <laughs> of like, <laughs> I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> um, the circle for starters. And um, <laughs> and finally, Lil John. <laughs> Which, which is i'm thrilled yeah it's like a mad libs of like name celebrities and um mm-hmm. sounds hilarious um and they haven't as far you i i think you're a little more plugged in with bachelor news they haven't said anything as like the main seasons hosts or anything right they've only made this paradise announcement no because for katie's season it's caitlin bristow and Tasha. Um, and so I don't know if they've started filming the next season yet, so okay. I don't, I don't know if they're that far yet. That makes sense. It's just so interesting. Like, will, if this works out, will they keep doing this or will they hire someone who then becomes the next Chris, who's literally there for everything forever mm-hmm. until he's yeah. not. So very intriguing. Um, it feels like we're living in a good timeline that this is happening <laughs> definitely um something that i saw today is that there is going to be a big mouth spinoff uh titled human resources and it's focusing on like the workplace which i'm excited about this because it feels more relatable and less um creepy to me Mm-hmm. I, well, it's the I, workplace of the hormone monsters. Okay. I but their characters yeah, are adults. Sense. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and Maya Rudolph, A.D. Bryant, uh, Brandon, Kyle Goodman, David 
Thulis. Is that how you pronounce his name? Mm-hmm. Kiki Palmer? Yeah, that's an exciting one. And Randall Park. Yes. So, great, great group of people. Yeah, I, yes. Um, yeah, it's funny because we were just talking about this, too. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I think this sounds good. Um, I'm very excited. And that's all I have to say about that. Just it's an amazing cast and I'm extremely intrigued. (laughs) Yeah, same. One more weird piece of news that I haven't researched very much. I just think it's hilarious is that um, Kevin Hart's formerly Quibi show now on Roku was renewed for season two. (laughs) (laughs) How is that even possible? But whatever. (laughs) I have Um, no idea, but I really love that fact. Yeah, it's hilarious. I just think that I, where is my documentary slash limited series on Quibi slash now it's on Roku and Roku is able to give two seasons of an, of an original show. That's hilarious. So just chuckling about that. (laughs) My last piece of news is I know I never watched it. So I feel like this is partly my fault. But Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist was canceled after only two seasons. And I feel sad about that because it had a lot of great people and seemed like very fun and different for like cable TV. But I think it cable TV just is struggling. I know. I'm sad about that, too. And I only watched one episode, like the first episode. And... um. I ha- I know a lot of people that have good taste like it. The first episode was a little cheesy for m- me, mm-hmm. but I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's one of those shows that has a lot of passionate fans. I saw that they're like maybe hoping someone else will pick it up, but we'll see. Oh, that's good. Um, Interesting. I heard that it ended the season two. I mean, it has Skylar Aston in it, so I'm going to like kind of follow what's going on with it because I love him so much but um I think it ended on like a big cliffhanger so I I just hate to see that that a show gets canceled when like it ended ends on such a cliffhanger for people following it like that sucks yeah that does suck yeah my final piece of news I I just, I guess I just love to report on Tuca and Birdie, but season two <laughs> premiered. It's on Adult Swim and I haven't watched it yet, but you can watch the full first episode of season two on YouTube. So I'm definitely going to do that. And apparently HBO Max is getting it in a few months. So oh, I'm excited. It is just, I think the most underrated current um, like cartoon for adults right now, it's about women and w- issues women face like we were just talking about the workplace and like recovering from trauma all while being really weird and silly and funny and um yeah I just only have great things to say about that so I'm excited to go to YouTube and watch that first episode perfect I know it's been on my list ever since you enlightened me about it and one day I will watch it those pesky lists they just grow longer and longer I have so many things on there. Hard. We can do it eventually. (laughs) Eventually. (laughs) Okay, so for our top three this week, uh, in line with the show Hacks, we thought it would be fun to name the top three TV characters that we would like to give Vegas residencies to. 
(laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I found that this was very fun. Ditto. I was like, wow, how can I limit it to three? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone gets everyone gets to be on stage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go first. My number three pick is Baby Yoda. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. I think Baby Yoda could could do like some cool tricks, maybe like levitate some people. Honestly, yes. Baby Yoda could just stand there and goo goo gaga, and I think it would be worth it. Oh my gosh, this is the best possible answer. <laughs> this makes all my answers look like total garbage. Oh my gosh, I mean, it's a magic show. Like, get uh Chris Angel out of there. Put in Baby Yoda. Oh, exactly. My gosh. Oh, that is so funny. People would just applaud him. Literally, yeah, for just standing there. Oh, that is so funny and so genius. I'm glad you agree. <sighs> so you'd pay money. I would. Yes. I would go every night. Great. I would move to Vegas. <laughs> I just like, I start a cult. That's all with like <laughs> Baby Yoda as our cult leader. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, wow. I'm obsessed with that. Okay. Uh, my number three, I picked um, Maya from Pen15. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, just she her, could do so many acts. Yes. Her impressions alone, like a one woman show just living her life. And um, it's like she could do serious monologues. She could do um, impressions. What was the impression she does? I should have looked this up before, but isn't it like Ace Ventura or something? Ace Ventura, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. Um, Yeah. Give that girl a stage in Vegas every night. <laughs> That's how she I She could feel. also play the drums. Did you mention that? No, I didn't, but you're right. She could. <laughs> it's perfect. Wow. I love that. Thank you. Um, my second one is Samantha from Sex and the City. Okay, yes. She could come up with a great comedy routine. Oh my gosh. I mean, yes. I was actually scrolling through. I had a I was on a little wavelength of that too. I think that was is genius and it would be very similar to Deborah and Hacks, which comes back to my theory that HBO has ignored that Gene Smart should be brought on to play Samantha in the Sex and the City reboot. Because yes. I think they look alike. And Gene Smart's only a few years older than Kim Cattrall. And everyone's obsessed with Gene Smart right now. It's genius. Oh, she could totally do it. But Gene whatever. Smart, so hot right now. She is seriously like the hot commodity. She is like Baby Yoda when Mandalorian first came out, you know? I think. True. She's having a moment um, they could totally play it off in the and just like that series where they're like, "Oh, where's Samantha?" and it's like, "Oh, she's at she has that Vegas residency," and then Samantha has her own spinoff. Extremely true. <laughs> I think just all of these theories, these should be plans A and B in the writers' room, <laughs> but no one responded to my tweet where I tagged them. But it's okay, it's fine. Um, I love it. My number two, it started out um, kind of cheating because I picked two people that are a pair. 
And then it exploded into a whole group of people. But I think that the glow girls and yes i know they are in vegas in the show (laughs) but on stage like in real life if they announced that like the cast of glow was going to do like some kind of vegas show that would be amazing like like how magic mike ended up going and doing like it's called magic mike of the movie and stuff it's like let's have the cast of glow because i started out thinking only Liberty Bell and Zoya characters should have a show. But then I was like, but what about all the other girls from Glow? They're so funny. Like the two girls that are the old ladies as characters. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I just started missing all the rest of them. So I just decided that the entire ensemble cast should have a Vegas residency. IRL. (laughs) Yeah. I would go. It would be so fun. Brilliant answer. My number one is Hannah Montana. Oh, <gasps> I would whoa! I would pay big money to see Hannah Montana in Vegas. Ditto. Oh, technically, my gosh. I guess I did see Hannah Montana in concert before. I would love that. When what? When was that? I think like, it, she did like a Best of Both Worlds tour. Such and a, Jonas Brothers opened up for her. Oh my gosh. That's actually pretty huge because that really is so meta. That like in real like it's the real actors who also play kind of themselves in a show but they're playing like mm-hmm. real songs. That's pretty amazing. Like I'm Miley jealous. herself could have an entire residency and start out as Hannah Montana and do the whole evolving Oh my god. I think it would be a great show. That would be amazing. That I'm stunned imagining that. And Miley also, like, she is not above playing some of her most popular songs from the Hannah Montana era. So I feel like she's not anti that idea. No, I think she, she has love. It. She was the one posting all sorts of cute memories from like the 10 year for the 10 year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That would be like the most epic Vegas show ever. Oh, I man. agree. Thank you for agreeing. Obsessed. Wow. These are such amazing answers. I'm uh, dying. <laughs> um, I was pretty proud of myself. They're amazing. And I literally would go to every single one. And I would pay so much money. I would I would pay Taylor Swift ticket level money for these. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, my number one. It's very very in line with Hacks and Samantha. I said Moira Rose from Shit's Creek. Oh, brilliant! She like yes. she lives her life as though she is in like presenting in a Vegas residency. So. The wigs, the costumes, well, not even costumes, like daily outfits and just like Mm -hmm. just her up there, like telling stories and then like singing a few songs. Amazing. I, I just think I'm, I'm kind of sad there isn't an existing Vegas residency that's similar to that or similar to hacks in real life. As far as I know, Mm -hmm. um, I think it says a lot about like the comedy world and like female comedians, like. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just don't, it's like kind of sad that we currently don't have something like this, but I think it would be amazing. Yeah. I would love that. More people that need to call our people. Seriously. Please call us Vegas. 
I wonder if Ka- I wonder if that's something Catherine O'Hara would like do. I know they did like a Shit's Creek tour, like live tour, but I've never looked into what that actually meant. <laughs> like, were they in character or were they just kind of like doing a Q and A as um, themselves? Like, I have what no would idea. They, what would they, that would be so strange if they were like in character, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel very passionately about all of these now, and I would really like to watch them. Me too. Okay, well, Hacks on HBO Max. <laughs> Do you want to give a summary of the show? Yeah, I would love to. Um, basically, Gene Smart plays um, kind of this comedy legend who has a very long-running Vegas residency. And um, they're, kind of, they're about to kind of kick her out. Um, the hotel is. And her agency, now I'm kind of hazy on exactly how Ava comes around, but basically then you enter Ava, who's like a mid-20s um, TV writer who's been disgraced because of an off-color tweet she tweeted. And as kind of a last-ditch effort to get her work, um, her agent, who also is the agent for Gene Smart's character, sends Ava to Vegas to um, help Jean Smart write, like kind of freshen up her act. I feel like I've seen a lot of celebrities talking about this show. I haven't seen as many regular people I know in real life talking about this show. Normals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I think it is definitely worth the hype and I loved it same how did you feel about it I also loved it it was so entertaining all the characters were funny something that um you finished it before me and something you said was that it started going in directions that weren't predictable that you didn't see Mm -hmm. coming and I totally agree with that um and I feel like that's hard to do with new comedies like to try and not be predictable sometimes that just means um the story suffers just because you're trying to make it too twisty or something but Mm -hmm. I feel like all the characters felt extremely real especially obviously Ava and Deborah felt like very real people and um so the story and plot lines all felt very true but it was still like I didn't know where it was going and Mm -hmm. um it made it extremely fun to watch I will say at first I was a little critical because I felt like the first three or four episodes, three probably, um, were kind of just, I felt like I had seen all of it already because I had seen the trailer. And, um, but now looking back, I understand like it was all build up that was necessary. And like the last episodes were like so good to me, um, and I felt way more involved and invested because of the buildup. So um, that was like my only critique of it. Uh, but I cried in the end. And yeah, it went in a lot of different directions than I had anticipated and thought they did a great job of making it so that you have a hard time even really knowing what, like, what decisions the characters are going to make and just pulled at my heartstrings 
Yeah, I was trying to think what kind of sh- what what's a show that you would compare this to for people to s- try to convince them to like it. Like if you liked this, you will like Hacks. Hmm. What's another like I don't have something off the top of my head, but it I feel like it would be something that's like lighthearted but also very sarcastic. Mhm. Do you have one? The only thing the only one that came to my mind was um, Made for Love. But I was like, am I just hmm. saying that because it's like on HBO Max 2 and I recently watched it? I was trying to explain this show to a coworker today and they were like, oh, is it like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? And I was like, hell no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I... It is kind of like a dramedy, but more so like a comedy. I don't know. I couldn't really think of anything. Mm. So that's why I wanted to get your opinion on it. It's one of those things where it's like, it feels kind of textbook how it's like um, older legend and younger ingenue are like kind of working together and t- and learning from each other, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like the sense of humor... The, f- the one of the first things that comes to mind is it's not I wouldn't say it's like succession but I think the sense of humor is similar where you're just like did that seriously just happen um mm-hmm. specifically one episode is coming to mind where Ava has like a new love interest is all I'll say I don't want to spoil anything but you're just <laughs> like when the episode's over I was just like what <laughs> like just how things play out um that's going to really bother me that I can't think of a better comparison. I know. It's kind of hard. I don't know why, because it seems like it's it's not, like, groundbreaking, but I really had a hard time thinking of something that's similar. There's, I don't know if this is – I should even – you should tell people this because people have such bad attitude about it, but there's some similarities to girls, maybe, because, like, kind of the meta-commentary on – um how people see millennials, even though, as Ava says, she's not even a millennial, she's Gen Z, which I liked that they said that. But, like, how, like, I think about the character Ava, and I was, like, it's, it's, I liked Ava, but I also was, like, very rarely team Ava, you know? Like, I was, like, Ava, what are you doing to yourself? And that kind of, in a way, reminds me of Hannah on Girls. Um, But there's not a Deborah character on Girls. No. It kind of also, now you saying that reminds me of kind of um, Search Party and just kind of like the commentary on like millennials and how feel entitled and not really see their own flaws. Yeah, which I think, I think what's hard maybe to convince some people, especially of other generations to watch Girls or Search Party is because there's not a lot of the, there's like an implicit voice critic, like critiquing our generation in those shows but in hacks there actually is a character that is like offering an opposite viewpoint great point um it's very interesting wow that is gonna really drive me insane i feel like it's such a tale as old as time to have like this odd mm-hmm. couple pairing i'm just gonna look at this and just see if i can find something <laughs> but whatever no it's not happening I feel like it's worth mentioning that, so we've mentioned Jean Smart. She's incredible. 
Um, the person who plays Ava, the other main character, I had never seen her in anything, but her name's Hannah Einbinder. I'm really glad you tried to say it because I've never said it out loud and I was too scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's right. Um, Ask Christopher McDonald. I loved seeing him. He he is like one of those actors I never think about, but I've seen him in so many movies when I was a kid that I was like, oh my gosh, I love that guy. <laughs> Isn't he like in Flubber for starters? Oh, great question. I'm pretty sure he's the bad guy in Flubber. And yeah, I, think I know right. him best from like Happy Gilmore. He's just like, he's in just, he's like kind of just this iconic actor. And I really liked um his interactions even though he's like kind of mildly a villain in this too but mm-hmm. i just i loved him playing off of gene smart that was really fun yeah it felt com- comforting to see him yeah um another person worth mentioning is megan stalter i believe that's her name mhm well she's like internet famous i don't know how much ma- how many like acting credits she has it's pretty interesting she's been getting racking up quite a bit she just doesn't have a picture which is weird dang someone get that girl a picture but yeah megan stalter from like instagram and twitter i'm sure you everyone has seen her yeah and she was she was very funny yeah i really liked her and the last person of note is paul downs who was also one of the creators and writers of the series Mm mm-hmm who like I mean you can't not love that guy in Broad City he's so freaking funny and um he's the best he was also really funny in this so funny um I thought of maybe something I would compare it to but I don't know if this is um that good of a comparison but honestly I think I would compare it to Barry it's different I think that's a pretty good comparison it's different than Barry obviously because there's no assassin side plot to this but i think that the vibes are for sure there um it's just focusing on female characters instead and there's something kind of similar in henry winkler's character's relationship with barry kind of yeah i don't know that's just when i was just kind of scrolling through some other shows i would say that 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 also has kind of a similar sense of humor, but it's just obviously mm-hmm. an extremely different, a different setting. But that's the closest I can get. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Basically, it's just a great show. And I think, I think uh, the masses, it applies, like anyone would, would like it. I think oh, my parents sure. would like it. I think my coworkers would like it. I think my sister would like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm for sure going to recommend it to my parents. So it's just very fun and great. Yeah. I just think it's so impressive when a show can be this harshly funny and like have people be pretty mean and then also be that genuinely heartwarming and mm-hmm. really genuine emotions. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I completely agree. I'd also like to plug one more time that um, Hulu documentary, um, Hysterical, that was all about female stand-up comedians. 
because Mm -hmm. there were a lot of different things that I found so interesting having watched that, um, especially as it interviews female comedians that are like more like middle-aged but even older than middle-aged like kind of more and like their glory days were more in like the 70s and stuff and so Mm -hmm. seeing that and then how it just made I mean this character would have already rung true this Deborah Vance comedian character but like it was really it was interesting having that kind of context as well and so it's almost in reverse. Like, if you liked Hacks, I would recommend watching that documentary, too, because it's just pretty interesting. It's just an interesting subject, like, women in comedy. Definitely. Yeah, that's a great plug. Because that was, uh, there's an episode that kind of focuses heavily on her past and, like, working in comedy clubs back in the day. And I found that very interesting, so. Mm-hmm. That's the exact Perfect. episode that I was like, oh, dang. Like, especially seeing they just do such a good job of creating this character um because you start out seeing her Vegas life which is like very like easy breezy she lives in a mansion and like doesn't have to she has her show like it's all good to go it's the same every night and stuff but like she doesn't seem miserable or anything it's just not a challenge Mm -hmm. and then like kind of as you get to know her better you learn more about her career history and stuff and I thought that was just so interesting yeah I agree they I think they just did a really good job of displaying kind of humanity and humans and why people are the way they are and how they're perceived and how those perceptions can be totally off base loved it loved it and that's basically all I have to say about it same highly recommend um who was your crush of the week well I have to go with Paul Downs he he just like has I just laugh like everything he says it's like that time we watched there was one Sundance movie and he has like the tiniest this year um I don't remember what that was called but he has a tiny cameo in it and just like seeing his face is hilarious and um I, like, couldn't have been more impressed with this show, with how well-made it was. Like, Mm -hmm. the plots were so well-crafted, and um, his character added so much to me, too. Like, his role as, like, kind of this neurotic agent who, like, has to work with idiots. (laughs) And, like, he's just trying to hold it all together, and he was just cracking me up so much, and I had a big crush on him. Yeah, he was a cutie. Um, my crush is Deborah Vance. She knows the importance of a fountain Diet Coke. She does. It's like from day one. And that was important to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fountain drinks her death. She gets it. Yeah. She really gets it. Well, and I, I mean, I'm a broken record talking about how the characters felt real. But it's, like, they really could have gone for such low-hanging fruit with her as, like, the boomer character of, like, not being, like, being totally clueless to how the modern world is. But I feel Uh like I would think that you're watching this show and that I would, like, be more understanding of the younger character and, like, relate more to her. But Deborah was, like, she just knew what's up. Like, she was not a cliché 
middle-aged woman at all like on mm-hmm. tv what you would like kind of assume would be the easier character to write i was like team deborah in almost every argument those two had in the whole show <laughs> i completely agree and she also just reminded me a lot of my own grandma which <laughs> was really fun for me and i hope someone else who shares my grandma watches this and agrees with me <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Jean Smart. She's great. She's crushing it. Another great show recommendation. I feel like we're on a roll of lots of great shows. So mm-hmm. I know what's going to be the first one. What's going to be the first stinker we watch that breaks the streak of loving all these things? I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Can't wait. Anyway. <laughs> Let us know if you've watched Hacks and if you loved it as much as we did. We hope you do. Bye. Bye.